Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Hey, greetings and salutations. How are you feeling today, my friend? Oh, I'm all right. I actually have two days off, and uh, I don't go in until halfway through uh, Wednesday, so I got like a two-and-a-half-way uh, little vacation here. So. That's that's sweet. I'm actually off tomorrow myself for President's Day. It's one of those days that we get off. I don't. I can't believe we get off, but I'm happy I'm off. Yeah, uh, it's not one of the federal holidays here, though, so we wouldn't get paid extra for it, so I don't need to work it. So. Yeah, here it's a federal one because uh, all the banks and everything are closed up here. So. Yeah, yeah. for some reason, we don't get paid for that one. We get paid for, like, all these other days, but not President's Day. Yeah, we. Uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like because we don't get paid for it. We get off, but we don't get paid for it. Gotcha. It's just one of those deals if we work, we get time and a half or double time. Yeah. So yeah. we either lose our whole salary or get double our salary. <laughs> and, <laughs> and usually the builders will go for us losing our whole pay for the day, and they'll just yeah. make it up somehow else. The one, that, the one that's usually makes you the happiest is is they'll make you work a Saturday to give you time and a half, and then you're off Monday, so you lose. You don't even really gain a day. So sweet. So what did you think of that Super Bowl, John? Yeah, it wasn't a bad game. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, a little disappointed with the end. It seemed like the and I and I I know the one uh, missed call obviously was pretty blatant. But then after that, it was like all the all the laundry came out. So it was uh, for the longest time they let him just play, and it was a pretty good game. But there at the end, there was a lot of flags. So. Yeah, I flipped out. Me and Tommy were going back and forth because I really didn't have any skin in the game. But I tell you, I love football, and I hate when they ruin my game. And like you just said, it seemed like the entire game, we're not going to yep, call anything. Except, yep, for, except for idiots like, see, like, that dude that ran out on the field for the Bengals into the end zone <laughs> with, his, with his shorts on. Like, if I was the, if I was the coach, I would have cut him. 
yeah, that's it, buddy. You're done. I mean, what are you thinking, you complete idiot moron? Yes. So, uh, well, you know, we're not, we're not playing Pee Wee football here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's done oh. for your safety, too, because they don't want you to be out on the field and, and some altercation breaks out and you get hit with no pads on. It's for your safety. You know what I'm saying? It's a safety. Yeah, exactly. But that moron deserved what he got. But that, that, linebacker did not enter and Cooper Cup incredible he's like one of my favorite players because how hard he worked to become what he is but he was not held on that play by that linebacker that was one of those plays where the official says there's no way that linebacker covered him so I'm throwing a flag well I I think that was the one that I felt was a makeup call because the Bengals had that touchdown over that missed call so then the officials kind of like felt obligated to give him something so yeah, but John, I I I know it was missed per se, but I see offenses get they get away with climbing the back of the defender the, the whole season long. I've seen worse than that. I've seen picks. Ooh, that one was yeah, pretty bad though. It I was. Mean, that was a that was a, a blatant face mask. It, so, you it, know. it was, and the official was in the wrong place and didn't call it, and he fell yeah. down. It, but I I hate when they call it thinking it was something when it wasn't. Like there, how many yeah. times you see holding called? And when they replay it, the, the 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 dude fell over his own two feet, and the, and the offensive lineman never even threw him down. Right so, right. so he was he was behind the play that that official he missed it, and that's fine because there was. I'll tell you what, Jalen ran. He got away with that face mask, but that dude was literally throwing the Bengals receivers all over the field the entire game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, uh, he was on top of them. Yeah, but that, I mean, that, until that point, I was very happy with the way it was being yeah. called. Because they were no letting calls. them play I mean, all yeah, the way yeah. around. Yep. And this was, uh, this is the Super Bowl, so I don't, I didn't want it decided with a bunch of flags. Nope. So, so I, I was even okay with that because it was kind of like the Cincinnati receivers got one back because literally yeah. Ramsey was holding chase the entire game. I mean, literally there was like four or five plays in that game where you literally seen Ramsey's hand pulling the Jersey from behind on chase and it was never called. So I took that as the, the face mask. I took that as even what he was doing to their receivers the entire game. So you took, you took, you took that as the makeup call. Yes. <laughs> yes. No call. And, yeah, and I was happy with it because they weren't calling on either team the whole game. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Odell Beckham got held. Cooper Cup was being held. But then all of a sudden, at the end of the game, you give them four penalties in the last two minutes, and all yep. of them were defensive holding. So it really it was wrong. Like they should have made the Rams win that game. I feel like the NFL wanted the Rams to have that Super Bowl because it was better for the league. Because yeah, they built that stadium. Because they built that stadium. That's what it kind of felt like. And they knew they had went out and hired all these uh, guns to, to come yes. in and win it, basically. So, And and I yeah. have no ill will towards either team. Like I, The only ill will I have towards the Rams is, is how many uh, – is this going to be the last time you're going to move or in another five years where the California fans don't watch the team as soon as they're bad? You're going to move back to St. Louis or go somewhere else? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that is so true. Them in Oakland, man, yeah. they can't make up their mind or whatever the wherever Raiders are now. But man, they can't make up their mind well, where they want to live. See, they? there's a difference though. There, I I hear what you're saying, but the difference with there, it's a totally different story between those two franchises. The problem with Oakland is is Al Davis and the Raiders were so greedy they had to have a new stadium, and Oakland, California couldn't afford to pay for the stadium. 
They had a full, the Raider Nation was as big as, great as a fan base as any fan base there ever was. So they, they had full crowds at Oakland. And they moved them out because they wanted a stadium, John. That was why. It was, now, Los Angeles left because they had no fans. Well, Los, it, it's hard for, it seems anything but the Lakers for Los Angeles to keep their fans. I mean, I, I know even when the Dodgers are good, they leave in the seventh inning. They got to beat that traffic, that L.A. traffic. You know, you got to get on the road. Yeah, and just like the greedy owner from any NFL owners, San Diego had a great fan base. Their stadium was full every week. And San Diego has arguably, I know you're going to get a little butthurt here, but arguably the best weather weather in the United States because it's basically that, what? That, 80, that doesn't 80, hurt me, Doug. Yeah, okay. I mean, they do. They have the uh, they have our temperatures below humidity. So, yes. I mean, yeah, that's absolutely the best weather. I mean, there's no doubt. But the fact is, it's just a hell of a lot cheaper to live in Florida. Yes, yeah, exactly. Diego, so. But San Diego had no problem filling their stadium, but they wanted to have, they had to build this Goliath of a, the mammoth of a stadium trying to beat, they had to have a bigger one than Jerry Jones in Texas. So they had to build this monster one in LA and they need two teams to support paying for it. So that's why they moved them there. They do like New York does with the Giants and the Jets. There's sixteen. Well, I love the yeah. I love the games. I love the yeah. I love the fact that uh, L. A. had no teams, and then what? A year later, they've got two teams. Yeah. It's, it's like you can't just have one. No, all of a sudden you got to have two. So. Yeah, they had to fill that stadium seventeen weeks. But I was dishearted. I was very upset with the uh, the the end of the game. I ain't gonna lose no sleep because it wasn't my Eagles in that game. But yeah. I just felt bad for Bengals fans as far as the game shouldn't have came down to that. They should have allowed. I I still can't believe they called that call on that linebacker because that would have been that would have made it fourth and goal from the whatever seven or whatever yard a ten yeah. whatever it was. It would have made. Man. And if they'd have won it there with that Cooper cut to the cup to the sidelines, I'd have been great with that because I like Cooper Cup. I like Matthew Stafford. I like everything he went through with his God bless his wife and everything else. And didn't she fall after the game or something too? John, I don't know. I had to get bed right away. I was watching the end of it. Oh, yeah, hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought she fell or something. That that's what I thought after the game too, when they were celebrating. He didn't catch her. Or oh, something. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I know. Uh, uh, what's his name? Was that Von Jefferson had a hell of a game? What did he do? Turn around and went to the hospital and had a, had a son. Yeah, so, <laughs> that was a good night. Yeah, so. congratulations, but. It was a great game. I mean, it was a good game. The halftime show was good, but again, I wish it was held some other time. I I don't think it's fair for these athletes to have to sit in the locker room for an hour during halftime. It's just wrong. It's not healthy for them. Like, this is the problem that I have with the NFL. They constantly talk about players' health, right? Now, is it John, you know what it's like us going out and cutting the lawn all day. Once you go in and sit down, do you feel like going out again? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> exactly. You've played sports before. You were in the military, John. When you work out that hard and you're told to go sit down for an hour and then you got to get buck up and do it, does it, do you feel the same as you do? They're used to a 10 or 15-minute halftime the entire season, and then all of a sudden in the Super Bowl, they're all stuck riding exercise bikes in the locker room. Uh, yeah, yeah I, it's going to be tough. I think they should hold the show before the game. Or after the game, one or the other, like they do New Year's Rock and Eve and all that stuff. They shouldn't hold it during halftime. There's no need for it. So I don't know. It's just to say so we get more fans. So like yeah, I, pretty much. Yeah, it's so it's for the the fans that don't usually watch the game. So 
I, what do I care? So this, I'm watching the Daytona 500 right now. Should they stop this race like half the right through and have a concert during it? I don't know. Don't give me any ideas. I might. So what are they going to try to, uh, I mean, speaking of NASCAR, what are they going to try to do? Uh, run one in the Coliseum this year? They already did. They did. Yeah. yeah it was, uh. it was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was That's pretty wild. smaller than Bristol, right? Oh yeah. It's a quarter mile track. It was. Right. Oh, they were bumping and grinding, and then that and and that they're running a couple of races this year. The, the Craftsman Truck Series they're running on dirt, and and NASCAR ran on dirt last year. No, that's pretty cool, dude. They're doing whatever they can to get this sport back to where it was, and I think the biggest problem with this sport right now is is they NASCAR. The biggest problem with NASCAR is every car is identical except for the stickers. I, I and I don't think the Daytona 500 is actually Daytona. Both Daytonas and both Talladegas are my least two favorite races of the year. Was it no, the restrictor plate? The yes. restrictor plate races. That's like racing a bunch of buses with governors on them. I mean, you get to the speed, and there's nothing else you can do. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much you can freaking do if everybody can do 155 miles an hour. Yeah, you know. I mean, what are you gonna do? So, I mean, they're hitting 189, 190, but they're all in a yeah. pack. It's not fun. Yeah. It's like. There's no adjustment. It's basically whoever wins this race is, is the luck of the draw. Because the drivers will even tell you, going around this track is easier than any of the other tracks. It's just basically pulling you. The only problem with this is the big one. They need to take the restrictor plates off. Why don't they put limit the horsepower to motors instead of the restrictor plates? Like, Why don't they uh, uh, put a smaller motor in it then that still accelerates or something? I don't know what they can do, but this I, I have never liked Daytona because it's always been luck. I used to I like it back in the don't day. Don't turn it there in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I used. I, to, I mean, run, run it on the Rolex. You yeah, know? Uh, do the Rolex uh, road course. The road course, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I used to like it years ago. Like, remember back in the day, Richard Penny lapped the field in that Daytona fire. Uh, Daytona. <laughs> but like the best car won. Like now, it's they're all the same. And I think because there's only three uh, cars, and I think because they all look identical. It doesn't make it as fun. Like I liked it when all the cars actually looked like the car that came off the showroom floor. Yeah, that was the point. That's called. Yes. That's why it's called stock, stock car car racer. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's nowhere near the car that's on the showroom floor now. No, so. no, it's it's totally going away from what it was. And 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 the other thing is, is you know, everybody has to have the same exact like. What used to make NASCAR great is all the guys trying to figure out how to make their cars go faster instead of everybody having to have this. This is the international race of champions now. Remember that? Yep. That's what this is now. So I'm. it's on the TV as we're recording, but it's not as fun. But I do like racing, John. My, uh, I, my wife, because uh, I play that Gran Turismo game. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, you've talked about it several times. I, I think you said that's the only one that you really play anymore. Yeah, I play Duty, but it makes me too mad. So, believe it you? or not. You? Really? Me. And I'm huh. really good at it, dude. I have, like, I mean, it's hard to explain, but I have an over two kill death ratio. I'm really good on the game. I'm ranked pretty high. But it just annoys me. Because after a while, so the kids, they decide to try to hack the game, which I don't understand. <laughs> Gran Turismo, seriously, they do, John. Like, they'll appear out of nowhere behind you. Uh, Doug getting mad at some kid in Korea. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, behind him. <laughs> uh, but Gran Turismo has never been hacked, and I like it. But my wife actually got me the, uh, she got me one of those rigs, a simulator rig. 
with the steering wheel and the seat and everything. And uh, the gas pedal and the brake pedal. Yeah, all, all that all stuff. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, I got one of those uh, real good simulator rigs that's coming in because the new Gran Turismo comes out March 4th. So, so you're almost going to be play, basically playing one of those old video games that had the whole setup. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old man's looking forward to it. I've, I'm, I'm really good at that game. I enjoy it. So, are you gonna be able to shift? Yeah, paddle shifters oh, nice. or or the hand shifter. Either way, you want to go with it. Okay, cool. I'm gonna be geeking out, dude. Designing the cards. Did, did I show you my? Because uh, I've designed, and this is where Disney will be related. I got a lot of you. Like you can do all the painting, all the decals. You can do everything on your car. And did I ever show you the pictures of my Corvette with all the Disney stuff on it? No, no, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, I have a Corvette with uh, Disney. I have a bunch of Disney cars that I have dressed up. I have the Mandalorian on the back of one, on the back of the the wing. I have Disney Plus. I have uh, uh, I have one car that has a bunch of Star Wars theme on it. I have Baby Yoda on it, John. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I'll have to show you the picture. They really look nice. I'll send you over after the show. I'll send you over some pictures of my uh, cars that I designed. All right. They look good. It really do. Like the one has a, my one car sponsored by Planet Hollywood. I have Planet Hollywood and then all the other Disney stuff on it from Disney Springs. Pretty cool. And uh, I, I like it when I when you go running by a couple cars with all your Disney decal. Because I have one that's really goofy, dude, that has Woody and Buzz and all the characters all over it, John. <laughs> uh, and, and when you're winning, that really must piss them off, you know? Yeah, really, really. Yeah. Go by the guy that has the uh, Budweiser car or the Jack Daniels, and I'm beating him with Woody and Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I went to. I tried to be a good guy. Remember, I told you I made that uh, that brownie for dessert, that uh, skillet brownie I did in the oven. Right. Well, my friend Carol loves brownies. She's one of my, she's one of my customers who came like a sister to me. She's a good friend. So I went, I got up early this morning and I baked two skillet brownies. I got another skillet, eight inch nonstick skillet yesterday. I made one for my sister-in-law and one for her. And because I put both in the oven at the same time, which I was at first, I thought it would be a problem. Then I said, nah, it won't. Here the centers didn't cook right. So I went through all this trouble, like $40 worth of uh, ingredients and stuff, John, because it's all coconut sugar and coconut flour and almond flour you know what i'm saying it's all this organic stuff and don't you know neither one of them came out right so the road the road to hell is paved with good intentions right yes yeah. ain't that the truth i was really mad john because i even i even went and bought while i was cooking brenda was watching them in the oven i went to the store and got two nine inch glass cake dishes i mean uh, pie dishes to put them in to wrap them to make it nice, and I was just going to give them the pie dishes. Don't you know I get all the way home from the place, and we unwrap it, and the one pie dish is broken, so I have to drive it all the way back. So I drive it all the way back to return it, and I don't even know that my brownies are bad yet. I do all this work, spend like all this time, and I go to take them out, and the whole centers are not good. Damn. Yeah, well... Yeah, you try to be nice and you still can't win sometimes, yep, John. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Yeah, but so I tried, John. I tried to do the right thing. Uh, what's been going on at Mickey Mouse World for you, John? Anything new? Any strollers not folded? Anything like that? 
No, we had a good, pretty good stroller week. Uh, stroller update, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, did two routes this week I hadn't done before. Did the purple route at Fort Wilderness, which is one of the routes that run through the interior of the campground. That must have been three, awesome. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Three, uh, three routes go through that park. That's how, how big that freaking resort is. So there's three bus routes that go all the way through there. Um, so I did that for a couple hours. I did uh, actually had to drive the articulated this week. Did a couple of routes in that. Mm. So that's always interesting. Uh, finally, after 15 months, I feel pretty comfortable lowering and raising that to get wheelchairs on board, which yeah. was always the only problem. I had no problem driving the dang thing, but man, it is a confusing bus to get wheelchairs on. Mm. So. And yeah, it's kind of uh, not good night trying making the people get out of their wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, I had to do it one time too, so it was mm-hmm. awkward. That was, um, and then uh, yesterday I had the here's a thrilling route: the backstage Animal Kingdom route from Rainforest Cafe to Pride Rock, our uh, our cast member can- canteen. So it's about a three quarters of a mile route there and back. So, oh, <laughs> so in an eight hour shift, I did about 37 routes. So yeah, oh, it was you, not the most exciting day. Probably by number 10, you wanted to scratch your eyes out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fortunately I ran into uh, five or six of my buddies that I, I uh, remembered from working at animal kingdom. Oh, so cool. it was good to see them. So, that yep. was kind of like the NASCAR racing in the Coliseum. You doing that little run? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah, and it was it was funny because I kept pulling into Rainforest behind Rainforest Cafe, and I kept smelling it. And I, uh, my goodness, you know, Rainforest Cafe gets a bad reputation, but uh, it certainly smells fantastic. And then about halfway through the day, I realized, oh, I'm smelling. Uh, 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 what you will call it? Um, Flame Tree Barbecue, not uh, Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not to disagree with you because I don't ever do that. But nah, I will be honest with you, and I hate saying that, which you know that. But me, we ate a lot at the Rainforest there. We never really had a bad meal there. It, it isn't no, I, like you're gonna do backflips. Oh my god, I gotta go back. But we went before Yak and Yeti and and that park, which nobody ever understood why there was such a lack of restaurants at that park to start with. But when that park first opened, that was basically the place to go if you wanted to sit down. And we had some really good meals there. I've never eaten there. I just uh, based that on uh, the reviews that I've read, and it 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 got a lot of really bad reviews. Um, we've eaten several times at the one at Disney Springs. And I mean, especially when JJ was young, obviously that was uh, his cup of tea at the time. Um, we had one bad meal where Lisa's my my wasn't cooked all the way through, and that's one of the fishes that need to be cooked. You oh, know? That's not like tuna. Yeah, that's not like tuna. My my needs to be cooked. Um, but other than that, we've always said. And the the thing about rainforest, I think, is you get what you want, what you know is going to be good. It's yes. a bar. It's a it's a casual bar setting get a cheeseburger, get nachos, get stuff like that. You're going to yeah. be fine. Don't don't think outside the box like Lisa and go for the fresh alternative. Yeah, <laughs> Get the my my. Yeah. Nah, that didn't turn out well. Yeah, so. we always used to go there for lunch. We would get the, the like you said, cheeseburger. Uh, we got some, uh, they had shrimp tacos there at one time. They yep. were pretty yep. good. Stuff like that. Food. All the finger yeah. foods, like the quick stuff that we... We yeah. never had a bad meal, and then we even went to the one down here a couple times because there was one in uh, the old Trump, the Trump uh, Taj Mahal used to have the Rainforest Cafe in it. We went after Disney, 
they opened the one down here or so to get our Disney geek on. We had to go to the rainforest in Atlantic City just to feel like we were in Florida. Yeah, it's funny. I think uh, me and Lisa had to do the same thing when we were on vacation visiting her, uh, my in-laws in Houston one time. They had one in uh, the big Galleria Mall in Houston, and we had to go eat there. And I'm yeah. like, why am I eating at the one in uh-huh. Houston? <laughs> we live 40 miles away from the one in Orlando, but okay, yeah. whatever. It kind of so. made you feel at home, you know what I mean? That's yeah. why we, yeah. we ate there, and we really enjoyed it. I mean, it, it, like I said, it's it's like Applebee's or anywhere else. It's not... It's not paddlefish. It's not a Jico, but it's if your kids are picky, there's going to be something on the menu there. That's the other good thing about it. And your and your kids will certainly have a good time. Yes. So yeah, it's one of those menus that has seven thousand things on it. <laughs> yes. So, but no, I it was funny this week too because a lot of the guys at work listen to the show or know I do the show and I'm walking down the hallway I hear the plumber talking to the electrician you know that guy or the electrician talking to the plumber you know that guy Doug he does a Disney podcast and I'm out in the hallway <laughs> listening to him talk about it I thought it was hysterical John very nice yeah so but anywho the the newest Disney cruise line ship the Disney Wish takes to the water at the Myers Wharf shipyard in Germany John well, everything going on over in that neck of the woods, that shit better get the hell out of there and get the heck home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, get that out of there before it gets turned into a warship. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're, I'm only laughing nervously, but all kidding aside, yeah, get that ship home before uh, it's, it's armed and dangerous. It becomes a yeah. medical ship or something stupid. Yep, yep, yep. So, but yeah, that ship's big ship, John. Beautiful ship. Oh, I'm sure it is. All those... All the Disney ships are, are probably top of the line, you know, the very, very pretty ships. Yeah. Hit the water for the first time on February 11th when it was floated out of the enclosed building dock at the Myers Wharf shipyard in, what is that, Pepperberg, Germany? Papenburg, Germany. The screen decided to jump on this computer again, making the world's first look at the newest Disney Cruise Line ship to, The major construction milestone was celebrated in true Disney style with fireworks, musical fanfare, and a special appearance by Captain Captain Minnie Mouse? Okay. She's been promoted. Yeah, that's why she put pants on, apparently. John, over in France, she'd become the boss now. She goes, I'll wear the pants in this relationship. It took about five hours and 29 million gallons of water from the river... M's to float the build, float the building dock, followed by a very tight exit as the ship sailed out of the three, with only three feet of clearance on either side. I mean, who's? Uh, why would that building be that tight? <laughs> yeah, uh, the ship will set sail, set its maiden voyage on July 14, 2022, from Port Canaveral, Florida. So, uh, it's going to be a uh, very very interesting. Approximately. 144,000 gross tons, John, so it's a little tiny guy. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a small little ship. So, it's the first of three new, they're coming out with three new ones after this one, three more, John, by 2025, so it'll be three total yeah, the, by 2025. Disney's suffering, Disney's really suffering. Yeah, they got it, then they raise ticket prices again, John. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I mean... I, 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 and I'm getting aggravated with my customers that I'm booking trips for yelling at me about the ticket prices. Like, I can do something about it. You know, I mean. 
Well, well, you better get better get somebody on the phone, Doug. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They just say it's. They, I mean, it's it's all I hear is it's ridiculous. It's crazy. How yeah, much more? Yeah. I mean, you how agree, much more can they do? At, at the end of the day, you're either going to go or you're not. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. It's it's expensive and it's going to get more expensive. So, See, the problem yeah. is, John, not everybody wants to go like me and you. I end up with all the husbands or even the wives because it's, it's, it's 50-50 either way. It's usually one one parent or the other parent wants to spend it, and the other one wants to bitch about it the whole time. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. a lot of fathers and a lot of guys, not to be gender biased here, but more men than women fight against it. And they get aggravated, dude. They're yelling, like yelling about everything – Again, a million times, I know I sound like a parrot repeating myself, but everything, the biggest thing I get now is, is I have to mention 75 things before they leave. And I feel like an idiot. I feel like a, a, a butthole constantly saying, well, you could also do this for an extra 300 for this, for the past to get your picture taken, you could do this for another two hundred. If you want to add on Disney Genie Plus, that's going to be fifteen. I mean, you got to go on and on and on, John. And I think you could see how that would wear on you as a travel agent constantly, because I ain't doing my job if I'm not telling them about everything, am I? No, because then they're going to get down there, and I didn't under, I didn't know about the Genie Plus. Everybody's yeah. skipping lines. You didn't tell me anything about that. No, and 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 uh, how how. What do I have to pay now with this Magical Express not being there? That's that's the latest one of getting yelled at because I have clients that have used it for the past 10 years. Oh, I would imagine. It was uh, very convenient. Yeah. Now we got to pay for that too? Well, you Then I got to go into spiel of, well, you actually were before they just didn't tell you about it. <laughs> you know, but it's it's just aggravating. I just can't believe they raised them again. And, and they raised them more on the... Longer stays this time than they did the shorter ones. Did you notice that, too? Yeah, well, I, I didn't really look at the increases. I saw somebody obviously complaining about it on Facebook, but they, it was saying, like, one, two, and three days didn't go up much, but the four, five, and six, are they were the ones that actually increased quite a bit. And I guess Park Hopper increased quite a bit, too. So Yeah, it's, it, 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 oh, yeah. Walt Disney World multi-day tickets have increased. In price today, February 17th, Park Hopper and Park Hopper Plus tickets all subject, subjected to the greedy, 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 chapic price hack. As an example of the price change, the cheapest five-day base ticket now. John, what do you think the five-day base ticket is now? Uh, let's go with 589.73. No, you went high, but $484. That's just for a base ticket without Park Hopper, John. That's crazy, dude. Crazy. Like, now, like, it used to be, and I know I'll get jumped on and quoted, but, like, you would pay, like, the $80 to begin with when I first started to go. By the time you got to the seventh and eighth day, it was, like, an extra five bucks. It ain't that way no more. It's, it's like almost, it's a hundred dollars a day for every day. It barely drops on you right now. It's averaging a hundred a day for five days almost. Cause this 484 is without tax. I guarantee you yep. that. So, cause they never throw the tax in with these prices either. Usually an increase of just over $20 from 463. The den, the 10 day sick ticket sees the largest price increase. From five fifty three, what do you think that it goes up to, John? 
So a family of four is another 120 bucks. No big deal, John. Not a problem at all. Another 120 bucks. Disney Genie Plus, an extra 60 to do Rise and Resistance, another 60 to do Slinky Dog, another Yeah, what what the hell's money, John, right? Yeah, I guess. You're a Disney, I guess. Because we all know with the way the the country's going now, with the way they got the economy going so wonderfully right now. We're all living the dream as far as uh, food prices, gas prices, gas in their house price, your electric price. All your stuff hasn't gone up at all, has it, John? Not at all. No, not nearly matching my pay scale. That's no, but it's it's wonderful right now. Everything is better now. But a four day four day was four thirty four. Now it's five ninety six. <laughs> Four day was four thirty four five ninety. Oh, four thirty four. What is this now? The the way they wrote this is crazy. It says four days was four thirty four, comma to five ninety six, which is now four forty seven to five ninety. It makes no sense the way they wrote this. All right then. Yeah, but a five day is four eighty four. Six day is four ninety six. Seven day went up from four ninety two to five eleven. Yeah, they. I mean, it's it's basically between twenty and thirty bucks between the four and the ten day ticket, which how much is enough? You think they might have given you a break because of uh, because of the, with the genie plus and all that? Isn't that enough, John? Like that they're charging you now to ride the rides? Now they even got to give you your base ticket to get through the door more? I I don't get it with them, man. I really don't. They're the most hun- money hungry company I think I've ever seen. Uh, Walt Disney World Park Hopper Plus pricing through February 1st. Three day. I can't can't understand this moron how they wrote this, John. I I wish you could see it and you would see exactly what I'm talking about. All over the place, huh? Yeah, it makes no sense. It's saying a three day was 437 to 577 and it goes 437 to 577 again. It makes, I don't. Somebody got crazy with copy and paste. Yeah, it don't make any sense. But visit more than one park on the same play day, plus enjoy a certain number of visits to water parks. A one-day ticket allows one visit. One visit, a three-day ticket allows three visits. No crap. A four-day ticket allows four visits. That's what they're telling me. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I'm a genius. <laughs> this site sometimes, I don't I don't know. But, yeah, Park Hopper, went, everything's going up again, John. Can't wait for your trip, can you? No, I, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad, John. I never thought the day would come with me and you're on here crying like this. Yeah. Uh, Art Defying Gravity at the 2022 Epcot International Festival of the Arts. What, they got people flying around here? Trying to see what's going on here, John. They got like... Uh, dancers out in the middle it looks like world showcase oh i guess that would be that would be trying to get to it there's a million pictures looks like they look like cheerleaders out there they're doing the same stunts as you would see during the cheerleaders no that would make sense there's there's dancers and cheerleaders all over the freaking property right now so yeah festival of the art there's a thousand pictures but no words john pictures say a thousand words but 
you're not going to see them here, but they got accurate, like, cheerleaders, I would say, dressed in Disney costumes out on a, in front of World Showcase for the Festival of the Arts. Crews installing the largest and highest section of the canopy at Tron Light Cycle Run in the Magic Kingdom. I'm hoping it's up by my 70th birthday, John, is what I'm hoping. Another 15 uh, years. At this point, I think I give up. I don't think I'll be old enough. I'll be too old by the time they're done to get a chance to ride them. Well, if you're going to be too old, I definitely am. Uh, Disney Parks reservations for Walt Disney World at capacity during President Day weekend and beyond. Your crowds have been bad, huh, John? Yeah, it was particularly crowded this morning. It was, it was. Uh, I think we had a high of 74 today. Uh, with low humidity, and uh, spring break is right around the corner, so all of the locals went, oh, today would be a great day to go to the Magic Kingdom. And so traffic was backed up forever on World Drive. And it, I don't know, people who are local and don't know some shenanigans to get into the Magic Kingdom, which, you know, we may know, uh, they, they are really in for a, a heck of a day because I know it took at least an hour for some cars to get parked this morning. And then the line to get your bag checked there at Ticket and Transportation Center looked like it was about 45 minutes to an hour. And then to get on the monorail or the ferry boat had to probably take at least half an hour. And then you get over to the Magic Kingdom. Then you got to get wait to get into the Magic Kingdom. And this is all people at like 1030 or 11 o'clock. So they're probably not into the park until almost one. I don't I, Good God. I mean, what kind of fun is that? No, <laughs> it's aggravation to me. Uh, it just, I wouldn't do it. I mean, there's a, and you know, like I said, Doug, there's ways that me and you know that we would be able to skip a lot of that line. But I mean, for the most part, even locals don't know some of the shenanigans that, you know, we may know. So. No. no, we know way too many shenanigans, but we're starting to pay the price for them too. It's getting yeah. harder and harder to have any kind of shenanigans on property. I, I still can't believe that they don't, that they're allowing, uh, the Lyft and the uh, Uber drivers on property. Uh, Doug, I, I know we're going to disagree on this. As soon as they could get rid of them, I would be I would be the happiest man in the world because I cannot stand them son of a bitch drivers. They are the worst, most inconsiderate, impolite, rudest uh, SOBs in the world. So, and I know you're going to disagree. Well, it's a Disney. It's going to be it's a, it's all a Disney toy. No, no. Dude, I, I, I probably understand they're a bad driver, but it's oh, it's about the last thing you can afford to do there. And they're dangerous, incredibly dangerous. I've been almost hit several times by them. So I wouldn't both be walking and driving a bus. So. I wouldn't be surprised if Disney is actually paying bad drivers to put Uber signs on their car to try to make it look like they're bad <laughs> to get them off property. I, I would, I would not put that beneath Iver and Chape, Iver, yeah. Iger and well, Chapek for doing be, that. That would be some kind of some kind of evil scheme, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, I wouldn't. Honest to God, I would not put it past them. Listen, we're gonna go out and buy. 100 random cars, we're going to stick Uber and Lyft signs in them. We're going to pay you to drive like morons around property so we could justify <laughs> justify uh, not allowing those drivers on property because it's the last thing you could possibly afford on property right now. So, uh, I can't stand them. Well, the, the, the only reason we're using them, John, is because now I can't park where I need to park anymore. Without wasting seven hours to get in the park like we just talked about. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that, you're not gonna you're not gonna save anything by taking an Uber there. You're gonna still get off at the ticket transportation center. No, so you're still like gonna have to take a ferry no, and then, then no, back no. check and everything else. Well, so. No, I I will get dropped off at a contemporary or 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 a not unless you have a dining reservation. No, I will have one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I will have one, like I do with Dio and Compass usually at the, at the Yacht and Beach Club for breakfast. You know, it, uh, the to do that one, you don't even have to have a reservation. All you need to do is get over to Hollywood Studios and you walk. So I do. Me and Lisa do that one all the time. So. Yeah, but because it's, it's more convenient to go into Epcot through that one. I mean, Epcot International Gateway is a much better entrance than the main entrance right now, anyway. So it always has been, always will yeah, be for but us. But now it's. Now it's like, you know, 10 times better. So. Oh, yeah. Coming through that cattle chute up front with all that construction going yeah, on is just miserable. craziness. Just craziness, I tell you. Ah, baby Nigerian dwarf goats joined the herd at Kilimanjaro Safari in Disney's Animal Kingdom. They are so adorable, John. I wonder if they look any different than the ones I see at the house. At your house? Yeah, we've got, well, not particularly at my house, but my neighborhood. We've got... A lot of goat farmers in Bushnell for some reason. So <laughs> I don't know why, but there are. So. so what's the deal with the mask rule now, John? All right. So the masks are not, they are optional inside all restaurants, inside all shows, inside all attractions. Uh, they are mandatory on, currently, they are mandatory on Disney transportation, including monorails, buses, and the Skyliner. So, Okay. And and this is just me. So it's more dangerous for me to be on your bus with five people without a mask than it is to be at ABC Commissary with two hundred people without a mask. Is that is is that the deal? Well it's not the it's not the Disney thought process. This is the uh um who uh I guess the Department of Transportation still has a mandate on public transportation, including buses. And so because buses are required to have masks, they're going along with the other transportation systems. That mandate expires on March 16th or 17th. So at that time, chances are we're going to be finally be able to take all these silly things off. So, But it's not Disney that it's the federal mandate right now is what is holding it up on transportation. So. so now the friendship boat, you got to wear a mask. That one, I'm not sure. I didn't hear boats. No, so. I didn't hear either. And and yeah, uh, the inside of that friendship boat is no different than your bus. No, no. But the, I mean, I haven't understood the pontoon boats forever. Why would you have to wear one on a pontoon boat? You're outside with fresh uh, water air blowing in you. So well, you know what? What Disney should have did is. Uh, the, Everybody should get a pack of crackers because if you're eating, you can't get COVID. If you're eating or you're a celebrity, how do you like that Super Bowl, John? There wasn't a person in that stands except for the wait staff that had to wear a mask. Now, how much bullcrap is that? You want to talk <laughs> about segregation. So any any superstar, movie star, or anybody that could afford to go to this game does not have to wear a mask. But if you're serving me, you have to wear a mask. What kind of crap I, is that, John? I, I kind of felt like that last year. I don't know. I know you like Top Chef, too, right? You watch a lot of Top Chef. I, I watch all that stuff. So the last season, um, every time they had a big dinner with 20, 30 people, they're all sitting at a table, and they all have their masks off, obviously, because they're going to have to eat. But then all the serving staff not only had masks on, they had goggles on, they had gloves on, they had face masks. And it was like they were wearing biochem suits or something. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it was 
uh, okay, I guess because y'all are the celebrities, it's like you said, it's all it's all good. No, it's celebrities apparently, celebrities or rich people apparently can't pass the COVID. <laughs> I mean, you got the governor out there of California; he's wearing no, no mask, hanging out, shaking Magic Johnson's hand, having a great time. But God forbid if a parent or something at a, one of the educate like one of the forums where they go to the town hall and say they don't want their children wearing a mask no more, they go to jail. But this guy's roaming around inside the college and inside the stadium with no mask on. I, I I don't I don't get it. Like, and that's the whole problem. Like, I wore a mask, I'm vaccinated. But my whole problem with the entire thing that's been going on forever, it's been more about you don't know what the rules are in all this. This has been the most confusing couple years of my life trying to figure out what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's, it's a big old mess. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Me and Brenda's going out to dinner and we're watching people. This is a few, a few couple months ago. You go into the entry area of the restaurant and everybody has to wear a mask. The minute you sit your ass down and take a drink of beer, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. It's like, so why are we all just drinking alcohol and eating all the time? And we we give it. We don't even need to be vaccinated. Just everybody eat at the same time, and the disease will go away. Or drink. It it's just nuts, dude. I don't know. Did you see a bunch of people tweeted out to me about the carts again this week? I'd love that everybody knows that I hate the cart people that much. <laughs> Yeah. Well, did you finally watch uh, the rest of Boba Fett? I watched another episode. I seen the Mandalorian and all. I seen him coming into it and all. I get what you're saying, but I haven't seen the end of it yet. Oh, you're slacking. I watched the end of 1883, John. Yeah, well, I watched that too. So. Do you think... She, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it yet, don't listen to this part of the show for a minute. Do you think she goes or not? Uh, she's going to go, but she's going to come back. What do you mean she's going to come back? She's supposed to come back and meet the meet the dude at the at the place with the flowers. Uh, but you, I mean, I'm talking. Did you see this ninth episode, the last episode? Oh, maybe I didn't see the episode today. What, did, did an episode come out today or something? Yes, yeah, you got to watch okay. the last no, one. No, I didn't John. see it. Then. Yeah, so, you got to watch right. it then. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably watch it. Maybe I'll try to watch it tomorrow then. You're yeah, right. I would have watched it if I would have known. I would have watched it if I would have known today. But yeah, no, drop no. today. So, okay. yeah, yeah, and uh, I didn't give anything away yet, so. No, no, I'm, I really enjoy that. I just, I, it's awful dark and depressing. I mean, it, it's kind of what you told me about, even though yeah. I watched them all. It's kind of what you told me about Sons of Anarchy. The At this point, is... why would you even go? I mean, yeah. good Lord. I agree with you to an extent. This is realistic, though. This is what they live through going across country to find their way of life. Sons of yeah, Anarchy I, was... I agree. Wagon trains were not easy. A lot of people died, certainly. But I don't think at the percentage they're portraying it with, with these immigrants. I mean, you're down... Out of, out of 100, I think you're down to about 22. Oh. I mean, at that point, you should have just stayed your butt in friggin' uh, uh, Fort Worth or wherever they picked yeah, it up. But, at, so. but I hear you. But at that time... This part of the Mason part of, past that not the Mason Dixon line, but past that line, it was free. You could go claim whatever land you wanted at that time. That's what was so dangerous about it. Like there was no laws where they are right now. This was yeah, no but 40, by the time they get to Oklahoma, I mean not, not Oklahoma, Oregon. Oregon, there's going to be uh, 
is good. I mean, I, obviously, I mean, there's a, a certain, and I mean, if you told me and you that we could have a thousand tree acres, if we yes. did, we'd probably give it a shot, right? So, exactly. Yeah, so. So that's what this is about. They and the immigrants don't want. They don't want to be under the thumb of anybody else. They want to start their own land. They yeah, mo- but the only maybe, need maybe. two. The only need two left: a man and a woman, and they'll be okay, John. <laughs> maybe they should learn how to ride a horse and shoot a gun before. They yeah, that that I agree with. That I agree with. But the point is, I kind of find this a little more realistic than Sons of Anarchy with the time of the murder. That ain't what it's all about. They have a lot of fun, and I like. You would hear about that every day on the news. If it was actually going down. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, the the, well, the 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 other ones like that too. Yellowstone. Yeah. I mean, there's some unbelievable violence that supposedly yes. is happening in that. That that would be federal mandated news yes. all the time. See, <laughs> I like Yellowstone. I watch Yellowstone, but it's the same thing. There's too much yeah. like. They just all should go on a horse ride one, once in a while. Play the family softball game. Hang out. You don't need shootings every week. It's too much. It ain't realistic to me. Yeah. So that's why I like 1883. I actually like that more than Yellowstone right now. Because the daughter on Yellowstone gets on my last nerve. Oh, yeah. She is annoying. She's yeah. certainly annoying. Yeah, I don't like her at all. But Disney CEO, CEO Bob Chapik hails the metaverse as the next great story telling frontier and sets the new team at Disney to create a new experience. You know what this is about, John? Not a clue. Uh, let me see. Did you hear the other story too, John? Before Let me get into this before I get all scatterbrains. In a memo to Disney cast members earlier this week, Disney CEO Bob Cheapy 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 Chapik has made his intentions clear that Disney will follow Facebook and other others into metaverse. Uh, Chapik said that believes that metaverse, the next great storytelling frontier, and the perfect place to pursue a strategic pillar of storytelling, excellent innovation, and audience focus. Underlining his belief in new technology, he has created a new role as senior vice president of next generation storytelling and consumer experience to be. Filed by Mike White, who will cur- who currently leads consumer experience and platform at Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution Group. So, in other words, they're going into business with Facebook and Metaverse. That's what I get out of this. Uh, I, okay, it's kind of like Bitcoin to me. It, uh, there's yes. something about it I just don't understand. No. If, it, if the, the, the whole Bitcoin, where there is not a tangible product I can hold in my hands, but people are paying all kinds of ridiculous money for it, it makes no friggin' sense. Oh. But hey, whatever. Every so. one of those commercials during the Super Bowl, I'm like, really? This is stupid. <laughs> Yeah, that one that was just the the blinking lights and the thing bouncing around the screen like Pong. It was, okay, you paid how much for this? All right, here, knock yourself out. Yeah, so, I'm not doing it. Not even. And Matt Matt Damon basically telling us we're wimps if we don't invest all our money in, in, the, in you know, uh, uh, the, the progress favors the bold and all that. It'll bite me. So, yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, just by him acting like that, I wanted to crack on one, and I refused. I refused to buy it just for his ignorance. <laughs> uh, test track early closure continues this week at Epcot. They gave money back on Genie Plus for that too, didn't they, John? Absolutely. I heard people talking about it the other day. They were happy. You know, they're going to go out and get them a couple of drinks with the money they got refunded. Yeah, I mean, if you buy Genie Plus at 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 a uh, 
Epcot, John. What are you looking to get out of it? Test track, Soren, and uh, Ratatouille? No, I'm thinking Spaceship Earth and uh, and uh, Living with the Land and yes. Journey into Imagination. Yeah, I mean, the current pattern is for 6.30 closures that take place on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and 30, Thursdays with regular hours every other day. What the hell is going on with this now, John? That's a good question. There must they've got to be doing some kind of update to it. So, yeah, this is me. this is the third consecutive week that Test Track experienced early closures. It's clear it's it's isn't clear how long this will continue as the refurbishment schedule is not being published and early closures are not announced. Now, Test Track is my favorite ride in that park, and if I'm doing the Genie Plus, I feel like I'm being screwed. I would think so. Yeah. But I won't get nothing back. Let's just let just shut everything down at six thirty. Every single ride, Disney, and continue to charge. Is that, that and and you'd have the idiots that would say it's okay, it's okay. I love Disney; they're great. They do no wrong. Well, and the, and the problem is, Doug. You know what? If if you actually had the wherewithal to hey, uh, okay, test track closed, and you wanted to go stand in the line at guest relations and complain, you could, probably could get your money back. But the fact is that the guest relation line is probably going to be forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah. So, do you really want to take an hour out of your day to go sit over there and then get upset? So, yeah. it, at that point, it's better just to write it off, right? So. Yeah, because at that point, it's cost me even more money because yep. time is money yeah. there. Yep, and you're wasting your wasting your day at Epcot. So uh, they they, get, they just get you every possible way. I just think that's wrong. When the major attractions are down, the price should come down. I'm sorry. <sighs> Disney has today updated the cast compliment feature on my Disney experience with a much needed feature to now name a specific cast member. Now I like that. Yeah, it was so ridiculous, the cast compliment thing. You could go on there and you could leave a cast member, uh, a cast member in Frontierland. Well, how many people yeah. work in Frontierland? I mean, a custodial cast member in Fantasyland. Now there's probably about 100 uh, custodial cast members working the 8.30 to 4.30 shift in Fantasyland. I mean, come on, guys. So. Yeah. Now... Now, now they have a cast member name optional, first name optional, cast member's hometown optional. Why the hell would it be optional if you don't know it? What's the sense of doing it? <laughs> and, uh, and date of your interaction is optional. Like, like what the hell? What? Well, that's not very. Yeah, if it's all optional, you're not going to get very specific there, are you? Yeah. Some some random guy helped me on a bus one of the days we were on vacation. All right, thanks. Yeah. Because it asks you send a magic to a cast member, location, which attraction, and then everything else is optional. Well, it's really not optional. Either you either you name the person or don't do it. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if you didn't bother to get the guy's name or the uh, young lady's name, then don't even bother. I mean, that's the purpose of a cast compliment. So. And by the way. Please do that. Yes, if you're on vacation and you uh, have some positive interactions with uh, cast members or frontline workers, please, please go out of your way if you can to, to do that. It means so much to get those little uh, uh, slips in the mail or slips in, at roll call in the morning and stuff like that and have a leader come over and give you a paper. It makes you feel good. I mean, we don't get paid a whole lot of money, so it's nice uh, knowing that people appreciate your effort. Well, I called uh, our last trip, John, for our waitress at uh, Paddlefish. I got a hold of the manager and gave her a major compliment on how good she was because after all that crap went down too, she really she was really good with us. 
<laughs> the rumble. Yeah. That lady, oh, that, yeah, throw down, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, that mama bear was ridiculous, wasn't she? And so was the uh, guy yelling at her. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them were way out of control for yeah. being at Disney. I mean, here I went out to Disney with, uh, went out to dinner with Doug, and I thought maybe Doug would get into some kind of trouble. No, he's over there being quiet. Yeah. We got old man and and uh, young yuppie mom. We're going to go to town. So. Yeah, there are two people not not to fight with. I had a problem this week at work where I'm biting my tongue. I'm standing on a bucket, and they got to move the tenants out of these units. Like we move them out, we do a whole floor and move them back in, and. Some of them's units are so disgusting, John. It's like... Oh, I can imagine. It's horrible. Well, there's this one lady... yeah, Like, her and this old elderly man are getting into it. And he's probably early 60s, early to mid-60s. And this young girl is sitting there telling him, Listen, we helped you, we helped you, we packed, we did it. Your room is disgusting, you need to go clean it. John, he's getting in her face screaming at her so bad at the top of his lungs, like bumping in there and i finally i'm like all the guys we're all because we can't really do anything you understand what I'm saying? yeah 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 yep. well well finally i couldn't take it no more i got off my bucket that i was standing on the coat something and i went over and i i had i didn't have like screaming words or anything but i kind of got in the middle of them and just gave them the look of and made them walk away without saying anything to you if you follow me i basically told him without telling him if he goes near her again he has to go through me yeah, and that's the problem. I mean, uh, you're, and it's one of those guys that's been bullying probably women yes. his entire life. Exactly. And as soon as, as soon as a man stood up to him, then he got all intimidated. But, yes. Yeah, he feels like he's entitled to bully women, so he's a, a total yeah. butthole. Yes, yes, 100%. He's a Johnny Depp to me. <laughs> not that we know Johnny Depp bullies women. But. Yeah, well, not that we know, but I'm just saying a, a toilet head. Uh, <laughs> first look at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind merchandise. And speaking of merchandise, John, I'm going to jump on this real quick. They got the figment popcorn buckets back. Did you get my text? Yeah, yeah, I saw them, but I didn't know. I or I, I saw your picture, but I didn't know where they were. Or if, I guess they're back in Epcot and stuff. But uh, if I... If I decide to go into Epcot at some point, at, at this point, Doug, I'm so just, I hate to say it, but I'm almost over Disney. I, I, I finish my day, I get my car and I just want to get the hell out of there. I don't yeah. want to hang out. I don't want to, I don't want to go buy an overpriced beer. I, I just don't hey, want to do anything. I just want to go. So. And and 99% of the reason why you're over it is, is because of all the charging. Because it ain't worth well, it to you I anymore. Know, I know. A few, years ag- in- a few years ago, you could afford to go have a beer and a sandwich after work if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, if I wanted to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right now, if I wanted to go get a bass and a, and a uh, uh, fish and chips at uh, the UK Pavilion, uh, you know, the, over there, it'd be probably $27. Which, I guess, if you're on vacation and that's dinner or if you're going to share it with somebody, it's not horrible, but... I can't do that. I mean, there's no way I can do that after, you know, I'm, I'm, I didn't make a, a fortune today. So it's not like I can, you know, go go explain why I need to spend $30 for dinner before I come home at cheap fish and chips. So. No, and the sad part is it isn't even the fish and chips. It's the beer. They're like, they cannot stop just gouging you. Like, the beer prices have gone up in the past 10 years, I bet you almost 40%. So we we talk a lot about your uh, first trip in '96 and stuff like that. '96, '97, Lisa. '97. Okay. Yeah. Well, '96 was when Lisa first went, and '97 is when we, uh, no '96 is when she moved out here. 
here we had all the freaking time and uh and up until then and then when my son was born we went a gajillion times because that was you know uh the millennial celebration and yeah. god we missed that parade but so i had at the time doug i had a half yard of that plastic yard that i had bought in the uk pavilion and a half yard i think is about 33 ounces of of beer i could take that with me and i could fill that or get a refill on that how much do you think that 33 ounce refill of bass not of bud light of bass in the UK Pavilion in Epcot, cost me. I think it was two thousand and one. I'm going to go a little high. I'll say six bucks. You're close. Five dollars. Yeah, I was, was that was going to be my first dollars. guess. Honest to God, five. But I said, now nah, call it six to try to cover my butt. But yeah, that five that, bucks. And then the thing is, what makes no sense to me is like I'll buy two and enjoy myself. Why you're going? What I don't understand, and I've said it a thousand times in this show. We all have a certain amount of money we could spend on vacation. Am I wrong, John? And it's all going to get spent at Disney. So if I if I end up with you know <laughs> more stuff, is that such a bad thing? Yeah. Why not give me a good time? Why are you constantly yeah. trying to take everything from me? I mean, the bass now. What is a bass over there now, John? Fourteen bucks. The bass is more than the uh, than the fish and chips, isn't it? Or close to it's it? It's close. It's close. I think the the beer size went down. Um, so I think they only went up like 75 cents last time. I, I believe it's 1075 for bass. Right now. It's, it's, it's crazy. It really yeah, it is. is. It really is. And it's a shame cause you can't, I don't know. Even Bob, Bob was just down there. He was talking about prices at the Springs. It's, it's crazy. Shop Disney. But like it, I'm sorry. Go like ahead. I said, if I, if I talk myself into it next Sunday, I, I think I'll have Monday off. So next Sunday I should have a decent time. Um, uh, well, I lost you real quick there, but I think, let me see if I can read the mumble jumble. Maybe next week you get off early, you might spend the afternoon and maybe we record at Epcot and you'll get a couple popcorn buckets if you can. That would, yeah, see, see, you got the gist of it. Yes. I knew what you were going to say. So, cause Lisa would like one of them too, wouldn't she? Uh, she would adore one. Okay. So, so maybe... And I, you don't have to. My buddy John's, he wants it, but it ain't, it ain't anything like over the top. But I just figured if you did decide to go in there, I wanted to let you know he would like okay. one, and I'll hook you up for it. Oh yeah, I'll definitely grab two if I get in there. So, but anyhow, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind merchandise ahead of attraction of this attraction's 2020 debut. At Walt Disney World, items include die-cast models of ships, including the Star Blaster, which can be seen at the entrance of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Star Blaster die-cast vehicle, Wonders of Xander, is $15, $14.99. It's probably a Hot Wheel, John. <laughs> Speaking of of, of uh, price increases and stuff, Doug, how much, when your grand and you, you, you said this a couple of times, when your grandpa pop used to take you and buy you a Hot Wheel or a Matchbox when you were a youngin', how much were they? About a buck. How much are they right now at Walmart? Take a guess. For, per car? Yeah, per car. Four ninety nine, five ninety nine. If you get the same one, the same type, not a not a specialized one, but still just a regular old Hot Wheel, ninety seven cents. Oh, that's pretty cool. Is that amazing or what? How are they doing it? Yeah. But nobody else can. No, dude. Me and my wife, I went over because we uh, purchase everything with American Express, 
And I went back a year ago just to see what my food bills are because we eat about the same, John. You wouldn't you, talking to me for what? I, how many years now? Six, seven, eight years? I pretty much eat the same stuff kind of all the time. We make fish, you know, steaks. We we do it all. My average grocery bill is up from over a year, a little over a year ago. It's up over a thousand dollars a month with the way prices are right now. It's crazy. Yeah. It is absolutely. Yeah. I'm at the point now. I went shopping yesterday. I just closed my eyes. I spent two hundred five dollars, and we had already gone shopping on Friday. I had to go grab some things yesterday. I I, I get to the register. It's two hundred five. I'm like, what did I buy? Yeah, Lisa does the shopping on Thursday, and I and I I, I always have to pull up the bank account after it and take a look at how much she spent. And every week, I call her and I go, "Really? You yeah. had to spend that much." And then every once in a while, I'll go with her, and we end up spending, you know, $30 more. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> no. Damn it. it it's so. crazy. I went to get filet mignons. A, a, a two-pack yesterday, I usually get I, – I used to be able to get a three-pack for $17, $16.99, $17. It would give you three, like, six-ounce medallions. You know what I'm saying, Johnny? Now oh. a two-pack is $27 there yesterday. So for me to get four filet mignons would be almost sixty dollars, John. Is that crazy? Yeah, yeah, and, and and imagine what it would cost you in a restaurant if you went and somebody grilled them up for you. Yeah, so. yeah. Mom wanted beef chuck. I was looking at the chuck that they were offering because I don't like cubes. It has to be filet cubes. And a little pack of beef chuck was twenty bucks yesterday, John. Beef chuck, the 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 part of the cow they don't even want was twenty bucks. <laughs> Chicken tenders, uh, $13 for a pack of 12, John. I mean, what? Something's going on. And then, then you go to the gas station, it's $4 a gallon for regular gas almost. What are we doing, John? Going broke. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? We said the pig, pigment, pigment I called. <laughs> Dave's going to be mad at me for calling him pigment. The figment. Well, well, figment has a lot of pigment. Yeah. What does this say? The figment premium popcorn bucket is back in stock at Epcot with a much easier easier purchase option. What's going on here now, John? I didn't see the purchase options. The figment popcorn bucket that made headlines since the start of Epcot International Festival of Arts with hour-long queues is back in stock. He is a cute little sucker. Disney is the Disney is this time opting to make Figment popcorn bucket available via mobile order in my Disney Experience app with pickup at World Showcase. Price remains as before. At, how much you think a bucket of this is, John? Twenty-five. How, that is crazy, ain't it though? Well, when they were selling for three hundred, not really. Yeah, well, that that's the sad They're not part. Selling for that's no, the sad part. That. All these idiots that paid that for it. Oh, that's not sad. I mean, you know, that's uh, capitalism at its finest. Oh, absolutely. It just, <laughs> but this would be my luck. I'm surprised I didn't pay 300 for one because I'm the guy the next day it drops to 25 bucks again. <laughs> All them people, a little bit of patience. I, I, we all knew it wasn't going to last, but no, they had to buy it right away. So God bless them. I mean, thankfully, there are people like that because that makes, that makes money off of them. So. Yeah, here's how it works. A little bit of patience. A little bit of patience. Here is how it works. On the day of your my Disney, ex on the day, 
on the day you visit Epcot, open your experience app, My Disney Experience, tap the icon plus icon and select order food. Choose an available mobile order arrival window for Epcot souvenir release. During your arrival window, select I'm here, prepare my order. When you receive your notification, your order is ready to go to the mobile order pickup window at World Showcase between the Canada and United Kingdom Pavilion for your souvenir. Again, no, quantity maybe. limit two per guest remains. Maybe I'll just place. do that. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do that. So. Yeah. So. Anywho, imagine waiting all that time, paying three hundred dollars for one. I mean, <laughs> you waited all that time, right? The last day they had them, you waited in line for almost two hours. You get there, they tell you the window closes on Doug. So he goes, "I'm going to get my wife one anyway," and I'll pay, and I end up on eBay paying three hundred. And then two weeks later, you find out they're <laughs> they're they're back down to twenty five bucks. That would be my yeah. Life. They got they got twenty thousand of them backstage. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, uh, patience, people, patience. Uh, Disney Genie Plus no longer available in advance for one day tickets at Walt Disney World. See, this is the problem too. They change they they change the rules like every other day, John. I, I do. I would like to see Gilligan, my buddy, my brother, Tomato, with this on. They got the new Spaceship Earth bucket hat arrival at Epcot. John, you into that? A bucket hat? Yeah, I do a bucket hat every once in a while. Well, this one has all the different. It has it. It, it has all the the points. It looks like the ball, but it's all in color. It has every color on all the points. So it looks. Well, that cool. might hurt my head. I guess. I guess we should see me if I was wearing it. So. Yeah. Uh, Paddlefish introducing secret lunch pairing special starting in February. What's this, John? Paddlefish, the seafood restaurant located on a replica of an actual paddle boat at Disney Springs. Has Ooh, quietly, is it? Has quietly revealed a new secret lunch special. Shh, don't tell nobody. Now there's a... a uh... Oxymoron, if I've ever heard one. Uh -huh. Revealed the secret. Yeah. Well, then it's not really a secret anymore, have they? It's, okay. Be very, very Shh. quiet. Don't tell the secret, John. <laughs> which, a new secret lunch special, special which pairs some of the entrees with appropriate wine starting on February 28th. Beginning on the 28th, Disney guest dining... For lunch at Paddlefish can mention one of these secret pairing promos to their waiter. Psst, psst, I got a secret for you, Miss Waitress. I, I want to do a pairing over here. <laughs> uh, to their waiters to get their fairly sizable discount with even a set of with even a set available for kids. They won't be on the menu. Be sure to ask the waiter. Oh, okay. apparently Elmer apparently Elmer Fudd is a big. Uh... A big fan of paddlefish, is that it? Elmer Fudd and also uh, Bugs Bunny used to talk with the secrets <laughs> like that. Hey there, pal, I got a secret for you. Uh, the burger pair, paired with a paddlefish lager is $25, John. Think that's a good well, deal? See, that'd, that'd be cheaper than my beer and uh, bass. At, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was very good, too. Stuffed cod paired with a glass of Sauvignon Blanc, John, for thirty-eight bucks. Kid cheeseburger paired with 
uh, strawberry basil lemonade for twelve dollars, John. Not a bad deal. You go with your kid for thirty bucks. You each get a burger and a drink, or yeah, forty but, bucks. I mean, yeah, yeah. Most kids I know would probably throw away the strawberry basil lemonade and ask for a coke. But <laughs> yeah, and they'll probably get that too. My wife wouldn't as a kid. My wife loved her lemonade, dude. So, what else do we have here, Johnny? Well, Doug, I, I saw the picture several times on on news, and we kept skipping over it, not talking about it. But uh, yeah, there's, and, and I guess probably because neither one of us have young children right now, um, there's new strollers at the parks. Um, they've got rid of those beige brown looking ones, and now there's red ones with Mickey and Minnie on them as the rental strollers from the parks. They're actually uh, uh, really cool looking and uh, uh, new. So there you go. Not like, not like when you go to that cheap uh, supermarket and you get the the cart with the broken wheel, you know. So. Well, how are they? Do they look as dangerous as the old ones, dude? The people with those big hard plastic ones used to run me over. Dude. I got oh, more yeah. shins. Yeah, the same same ones. Same ones. I so. got more nailed in the back of the shins at Disney than I ever did playing field hockey. Yep. Or lacrosse, I mean field hockey. Oh, I've, I've crushed my, or I got my toes crushed more um, by ECVs, loading ECVs, than I ever did of dropping uh, uh, canned tomatoes on them working for 15 years with that food. But that's why I bought steel toe boots. So, I wonder what they're charging for uh, the strollers now, John. How much did they raise uh, the price? I think if I saw the, because I walked past uh, the rental calendar, uh, rental counter at. What is the uh, Oscars at Hollywood Studios? My favorite place. I get a picture yeah. every year. Yeah, I walked past there a couple of weeks ago, and I think, from what I remember, a single wide or a single stroller is 18 a day or something, and I think the double is 30. Uh, I, don't yeah. quote me, but I think it's something like that. Yeah, they did go up. Because I don't think they had single ones before, did they? Yeah, yeah, they've always had singles. Okay, I don't even remember the big dully running me over, John. I, just, I know they're huge, you know, and, and I don't understand people, I, and I realize it's convenient. You can put your bags on it, you load so much stuff underneath it and all that stuff. But, man, when you're at the parks, it would seem like you'd want that little light stroller you can grab your kid out of and fold it up in seconds and jump on a bus, jump on the monorail and not have to worry about uh, because some of these people getting on buses, they take, I swear, five minutes to unpack. And uh, why, do, why are you waiting until the bus is there in front of you to unpack your stroller anyway? I don't Whatever. <laughs> no, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm trying to see. It's talking here about the with the return of Breakfast Buffet at the Cape May. Uh, return of Seafood Dinner Buffet at Cape May Cafe brings average food and delicious desserts to Disney's Beach Club, John. They also have the Breakfast Buffet now. But nobody, is, nobody has said yet whether or not they have the crab legs. I'm trying to go through right now. The buffet, soup, salad, carving station, sustainable catch of the day, classic seafood boil with steamed clams, mussels, shrimp, corn, and red potatoes. Paella, John. Classic favorites for children and assortment of seasonal desserts. What do you think the dinner buffet is now, John? I think it was 60. Well, now it's saying 42. Okay, but I that's guess, actually that's about where it was before the pandemic started. So, I guess because there's no crab legs on it, it doesn't look like. You know what? I don't even know if the lease would want to go if there's no crab legs. 
Yeah, I don't think she would either. Yeah, I don't see any crowd. I'm going through trying to see. Caesar salad was good. Seafood pasta was good. They're saying it was okay. Uh, Chipotle ranch green salad. Ambrosia. You like Ambrosia, John? I'm not a fan of Ambrosia. You a fan of Ambrosia? No, not really. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing the crab legs here. Seafood and chicken paella. That looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's that's generally a, a nice dish. Uh, yeah. Like uh, different types of paella. So. Fried shrimp, fried clams, plant-based tofu, John. Uh, just what you always want in your seafood restaurant. Uh, yeah, I don't see any uh, mac and cheese for the kids, broccoli, penny pasta and turkey bolognese. Yeah, that's why I'm going to the beach club for that. <laughs> Cornbread, garlic and herb butter, mashed taters, cheese pizza. Let's go to let's go over to the buffet and get cheese pizza, John. Seafood buffet for some cheese pizza. Roasted lemon, chicken, corn on the cob. Yeah, I don't mussels. Mussels look good. Clams look good. Peel and eat shrimp looks good. Beef strip loin looks pretty good. Uh, no, no crab legs, John. Yeah, see, I'd, I'd still make a meal out of that because uh, I I eat a little bit of all of that stuff and then yeah. some crab legs. But Lisa literally eats, I mean, nothing but the crab legs. So well, yeah, for forty two dollars, peel and eat shrimp, all that, I, I could have yeah. a good meal with yeah. that. Yeah, with some clams and some uh, mussels. Yeah. yeah, I'm just shocked they didn't raise the price even more and, and give you less like they've been doing. What else do we have here, Johnny? Uh, have you seen the Spider-Man coming home yet? No way home yet. No, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it, but no, I haven't seen it. When do you think that's going to be on Disney Plus, dude? Uh, a couple of months, I would imagine. It's been out forever. Yeah, I think it's still in theaters, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Chico, the cooking place reopens with new dishes at Disney's Animal Kingdom. You got to get your butt over here one of these days, John, with your discount for Christmas and stuff. Yeah, I got those right now. Burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah, you got to go over there and get them, John. I'm trying to see what's new on the menu here, buddy. I know uh, Turf Club opened this past week, too, at Saratoga. Yeah, it's one of our buddy Tommy and Judah's favorite places to go. I think he likes the, uh, what is it, the... Uh, prime rib there. Prime rib there, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the commercial they keep showing, or not commercial really, but just the news they keep showing backstage, the Turf Club opened and one of the pictures is that uh, prime rib. I see it probably five times a day, and I'm just, yeah, that does look pretty good. So. Yeah. Um, it is, it is good. Uh, duck confit with honey raised flatbread, sixteen dollars. Braised wild boar tenderloin. These are the appetizers for nineteen dollars. Seared scallops with nopi and ground nuts for eight dollars, and Jico salad they have. The entrees are. Rockin' lamb shank for forty-seven, oak grilled flaming yawn for fifty-four, the heritage chicken for thirty-seven, sustainable fish for forty-eight, the Botswana short ribs, John, are fifty bucks. They're out of this world. The flaming yawn and the the short ribs are incredible here. 
the I don't know what this is. It's called the Ajira basket. It's seasoned plant based, so you don't even want it. And then the seafood <laughs> tangine is a saffron scented couscous with prawns, scallops, squid, and little neck clam long neck clams or little neck clams for forty nine dollars. See, that sounds really good, but it sounds kind of like the coconut uh, curry at uh, Rain, at uh, <laughs> Yak and Yeti. <laughs> so I would probably get that, and it'd come out and be all brand. Oh, no. So. Yeah, well, get the, uh, get the, get the ribs or the uh, filet, and you'll be happy. And get the seared scallops for dessert. I mean, for appetizers. You'll be very happy. Actually, I could do them for dessert, too. That would be fine. Yeah, <laughs> me too, John. <laughs> uh, so... But anyhow, you notice that my wife, she's been going to McDonald's, right? You know how all these, and, and these other stores, have you noticed, I mean, these other restaurants, have you noticed that they give you now, a lot of these places are giving you the straw, the plastic straw, I mean, the, the, the paper straw. They give you the paper straw, but they give you a plastic cup now. What well, McDonald's used to have that, that uh, like the wax cup, you know what I'm talking about, the paper cup? Yeah, the paper wax cup. Yes. Okay, so they no longer have that. They had to go to a plastic cup, like a uh, the red sippy cup. Like they have a new, you know how that's plastic, the red solo cup. Yes. So now they give you a paper straw and a plastic cup. Now, when do you think there's more plastic going into God's green earth with the cup than there is the freaking straw? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. But I guess the, I guess the cups aren't as uh, danger to wildlife as supposedly the straws are. Yeah, so. I don't know. They both should be illegal. Stay. Why didn't you stay with the other one? Yeah, that, that would make more sense. If you're going to go with paper, why yes. don't you just go paper and roll Hours at all four parks are extended through March. You think we get more overtime? I don't know. Right now, uh, I think finally they've caught up with the drivers because I haven't been scheduled any overtime. I've had a couple of – actually, in the last two months, and I've been able to pick up shifts um, lately, but not – this past week, there is nothing available tomorrow or Tuesday. Uh, the only shift available was some kind of ushering at ESPN, um, but I didn't really want to stand in the sun for $14 an hour for seven hours, so no thank you. So uh, Now it's saying guests with special dietary request must complete consultation on the first day. So you have to go consult with somebody. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is at the Galactic Star Cruiser. So if you have any, if you did book this eighty-seven thousand dollar couple day trip, make sure you get there to consult with them to tell you what what your dietary needs are, so you get your well, money's worth I, out of it. Actually, I would think you probably need to if yes. you've got that that big of a dietary concern. You probably yeah. should discuss it. Yeah. So. But if you're going there, make sure you can. You got to talk to them the first day when you check in to tell them your dietary needs. Uh, I, I don't see much more here, John. I know you're parked at your place. I can tell you're pulled over because when you're not driving is when you muffle yourself. Yeah. Now you sound like Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, Disney is already toning down immersion for the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. So they're already cutting it short now. I have no idea. It's not even open until the 1st of March. I don't know how they could tone anything down without any guest feedback yet. Well, it's coming off of what they originally announced was going to be on here. They've taken some stuff away already. It's a big, long article. This moral to the story is, if you are booking this, go check it out, because they have taken quite a bit of stuff away, John. 
So yeah, they have toned down quite. If there if there's anybody listening to our show that can afford to book that, I'd be interested to see who they are. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's listening to our our, our goofy podcast that can afford that place. Well, I, I think Pat can. You know, he's he's loaded. He's the high school football coach and all. He's loaded. And he makes all them big bucks. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, Pat'll probably be going. All of a sudden, dude, my computer hit a on one of these sites hit a an advertisement. I'm a, I got men's shirts flying across the front of my. Screen. <laughs> you uh, well, that. Doug, I, I give you a bit of uh, a bit of good news. Um, using uh, see one of the one of the good things that Disney does, and there's probably I'm pretty sure a tax break involved with it. Of course, there is, but one of the things they do offer out there is for any. Uh, full-time or part-time cast member to use their Aspire program to go back to school. And I've been in college four times and I have started again. So for my, maybe the fifth time is a charm. So I, I'm back uh, enrolled in classes to try to get my bachelor. So I'm just taking a history class to begin with, but it's a start and uh, maybe I'll, I'll move towards that history degree that I'd like to get. That so. would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the goal. Even if, even if I'm not able to apply it to anything, you know, by the time I get it, it'll probably be 54. <laughs> I'll still myself start a new career at that age. But you never know. I mean, maybe I could teach school for 10 years well, or something out here. Well, so. that's what Pat is, a history teacher. So you'll be joining him. You'll be rolling in it. And then you won't go to any of the Hall of Presidents or American <laughs> Adventure. You will do nothing that involves history when you go to the parks. Yeah, see, actually, that would be my that would be my end goal. Like uh, seven, eight years from now is to actually be a history teacher out here and then go back to part-time at Disney and work at Hall of Presidents or uh, or, you know, uh, that other uh, American, what's the American Oh yeah, the American Adventure Pat and uh, actually do that part-time on the weekends. I think that would be pretty cool. So, Well, uh, yeah, the, the the sad part is is you'll be telling me that the American Adventure, the, the world, the American Gardens Theater is not in the American Pavilion. <laughs> You won't go in to see any exhibits inside of the rotunda. You'll never see the Voices of Liberty sing or the show. And you'll refuse to go in the Hall of Presidents or anything that has any kind of history involved in it. Oh, I, I know all that, Doug. I don't need to go see it. Maybe that. Maybe that's his thought. Maybe that's what it is. I don't even want to get in his head, dude. It's scary, scary things inside there. But uh, ex, ex, excavation continues that journey in the water inspired by Moana. I think that might take longer to do than Tron or uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What about you? I, I do too because we don't we don't even know what it is. I mean, have we heard a defense? Is this an attraction, a show, a ride, a movie, um, a, a planetarium, an aquarium? I don't, I don't even know what it is. So and By the time it comes out, we'll be paying lightning plus, 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 plus to go in and see it. They'll just charge you a flat 50 bucks to see that by the time it's open. Now, by the time that's open, maybe they'll have teleportation where I could just tell we can just teleport from your house. So, well, anymore, if it keeps going up, I'm just gonna have to watch all the YouTube videos to pretend I'm there. Tell you what, the new villas at the, uh, the Grand Floridian, the Vacation Club villas, they really look nice. Oh, John, you will not believe this. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance failed to open again at Hollywood Studios. That is so staggering. I, I can't believe that didn't open again. Amazing. 
That's almost as amazing as that news that came out this week that Snoop Dogg smoked a joint before he went on stage during his <laughs> halftime. Uh, yeah, that's that's very very close. Uh, True Love's Kiss Spike Milkshake is now on sale at the Disney. Now they're spiking more and more drinks because you need to be drunk to be able to spend the money at the parks, John. Uh, I don't know. So what days you work this week, Johnny? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so now Monday and Tuesday you're off. You're going to enjoy yourself this week. We're going to knock out some pressure washing on the house tomorrow. There you go. Getting that boy up on the ladder with you? Yeah, I don't know if he'll get up on that ladder, but he'll, he can certainly call 911 if I fall. So. Uh, <laughs> well, you have to get him a brush with the extension pole to help you rub some stuff off. Oh, uh, it's a, it's it. I mean, you literally have to. The, my my the side of my house is a mess, so you I, you have to be on top of it. I've tried just about everything I can think of. So yeah, well, they have this stuff. I'd have to I'd have to get the name for you again. If you put it on the end of your power washer and spray it up there, it's like a foam, and you just leave I, it on there. It really does work. We bought we bought some good cleaning uh, cleaner, and we bought something called a foam can and that you put at the end of the. Uh, pressure washer and it's supposed to blow the foam uh, up to I think 20 or 25 feet so hopefully that's going to work yeah so. well that's the type of stuff I'm talking about I just don't yeah. know which brand you got but I have yeah I, I got a brand that I've used that works really really good because I do a lot of that cleaning it yeah so. ours has a it's a lot of mold but the one side is almost all just pure dirt because yeah. we had um i don't know if you know what an ironwood tree is but they're horrible trees they just uh they kind of volunteer themselves from the swamp and popped up in our yard before we moved in and their leaves are this almost black dust and when they fall they fall on top of our roof they rot and then it rains and that just rolls down the side of the house uh, so, that's sad yeah very sad yeah. Interesting talk for everybody. Landscaping yes. 101 brought to you by John and Doug. Yeah, well, I have the power washer. I have to get another one. Mine finally passed out. But when I would do work on people's homes and I'd be working there, I would, a lot of the days, especially the warm months, I'd bring it with me a lot of times and, like, clean the house for them for free as I was doing other things. If I was, say, out back putting new uh, tricks or something on the deck or if I, after I was done and cleaning up, I would bring the power washer out because when you build the deck on or you put new uh, AZAC around the columns and clean it up, when everything is brand new and the house is dirty, it doesn't look as good, does it? No, no, not at all. Yeah, so so. The people would come home or they'd be in the house and they'd come out and I'd surprise them with power washing the house for them. So. I've made more, I've given more power washing away for free than I've got paid for it. I've done quite a few driveways and stuff like that, but most of my power washing is done for free, John. Yeah, it's part of your service. Yep, but anyway, I'm going to let you go home, let you go eat. I'm going to go out and cook some ravioli, uh, watch the end of this race. There's 35 to go. Bubba Wallace, now Kurt Busch is in front, now Bubba Wallace, now Kurt Busch, now Bubba Wallace, now Kurt Busch. <laughs> They're going back and forth here, so I'm going to watch the end of this race. Please, guys, head over to iTunes and leave us a review. We'd really, 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 really appreciate it. If you see John on the bus, say howdy doody, and, and if you have a kid in the stroller, close it up for him so you don't make him mad. John's job's hard enough. Hopefully, John, you can get rid of this mask over the next few weeks. I'm hoping we got a month left, and then we can say bye-bye. Yeah, because I want to see your smiling face, John. 
well, I don't know if we want to see that, but I'd like to see some of the other people smiles. At least I can know they're happy or sad before they get on the bus. 100%, dude, everywhere. So everybody be kind to one another. Everybody be nice. Take care. Be safe. And we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.